0: Hello and welcome back to Take Off with Wellness Story. I'm Natasha. And I'm Jim. And this is episode six. Woo-hoo.
1: <laughs> we made it to episode we six. We
0: made it to episode six. And today we're talking about the two Fs.
1: Sounds ominous. <laughs> Sounds rumored,
0: actually. <laughs> the last two elements of the takeoff model. The two Fs. So fix your sleep and fasten your seatbelt. Nice. Let's start with the sleep.
1: Yeah, so sleep is probably, for me, one of the most misunderstood drivers of health. We talked a bit about the evolution of of sleep, why we do it, and and how it impacts on our health and performance. And sleep can either be a, a superpower where we are energized, rejuvenated, and performing well, or if we're not getting enough of it, it can leave us feeling groggy, irritated, and unfocused. And also, it's deeply uh, harmful to our health, and, and leads to or mm. contributes to a number of the so-called lifestyle diseases.
0: But most of us don't don't sleep enough, especially when you are in your twenties, thirties, or even forties. You kind of get into the routine of of catching up with life. No, and during the times where you're supposed to sleep.
1: Yeah, I think that's right, and I think that's that's one of the, the problems is that we still see sleep as something that we should limit. It's a bit of a waste of time. Why is it that over a third of our life is spent doing something that's a waste of time? Mm. Um, and I think that's where the real problem occurs is that we don't understand exactly what's going on in our
0: body. What when is we, when going we sleep? on when we sleep? Good
1: question. <laughs> I, I'm, thank you for that question. So, what what? modern science is is discovering is that not only is this not a period of inactivity, but there's a huge amount of activity going on, both in terms of of brain activity and in our body. And so in terms of brain activity, a lot of the time is spent actually uh, storing and organizing the information that we've taken in during the day. We we take in a huge amount of data uh, during our daily lives and this is the time when it's actually being oh, kind of organized yeah. and, and processed mm. in, in our mind. And then on the other hand, it's it's a time of healing. Our body is, is doing a huge amount of, of healing and repairs that it can't do during the day because mm. we're, we're, we're doing other activities. So it's, it's absolutely crucial to give our body that, that period that it needs uh, to do those, those vital activities.
0: Yeah, this is this actually super interesting, this last part. Um, I think my my nutrition changed a lot once I understood that the body needs the time to yep. recover during the night. So if you eat too close to your sleep time, you, I'm sure you'll you'll mention it later. Mm-hmm. The body will be digesting; it won't be repairing and and recovering and rebuilding itself. Correct. So, so I think that's that's a, a hugely impactful concept. But from a from a brain perspective, you know, like what's going on during the night? Like what are what are some important things to know about the sleep and the different stages for our, for our functioning of the brain?
1: Yeah, so I think the first important thing to, to understand is that we have what's called a circadian rhythm. So it's the, it's the natural rhythm of the sleep and wake cycle. So it, it basically tells us when we're tired and when to go to sleep. And, and all then, this in,
0: in conjunction with the nature, right?
1: Correct. So so in alignment. The, the amazing thing about the circadian rhythm is that we have a built-in clock that, that kind of dictates uh, when we do things, but it's actually reset each day based on, on the light of the sun. Mm-hmm. So that's why people are commonly advised to take in the light of the sun in the morning, get out in the sun, and, and, and get the light of the sun in your eyes because that's the mechanism that resets your your internal clock. So that's why good night's sleep actually starts in the morning. And it actually, it's not just the the sleep-wake cycle that is dictated by the circadian rhythm, but also when to to move and when to to eat, etc. So all of these natural rhythms are, are dictated by your circadian rhythm. And then when we sleep, we also have rhythms or stages of sleep which are are super important to make sure that we get a, a proper balance there's five different stages but for the purpose of this discussion the most two commonly known and important are deep sleep and rem sleep and the interesting thing is that we're cycling through those different stages or phases of sleep throughout the night but Deep sleep is actually heavily weighted towards the earlier hours of night and REM sleep towards the Mm. the morning hours. And so that has an implication for if we work too late in the evening, we're actually sacrificing deep sleep, which is responsible for repairing and rejuvenating our bodies. Mm. And if we get up for that hideously early morning flight in the morning, we're sacrificing our REM sleep, which is is, uh, very important for our memory uh, processing and also for our emotions the next day. So that's why you tend to be a bit irritable uh, when, you, when you don't get enough sleep.
0: That's right. So, so talking about this, those early morning flights, like what, what are the, the biggest challenges for folks working in the, in the airline industry?
1: Well, I think there's a couple of things. One, the airline industry is probably one of the most challenging and, and stressful industries. And like other industries in this in this category, stress is, is the great killer of sleep. So part of the this beautiful circadian rhythm is that we have uh, hormones that are being produced at different times of the day, depending on your circadian rhythm. So you have cortisol, which helps to get us up in the morning, and melatonin, which is the sleep uh, hormone. And our modern lives have disrupted that delicate dance between the two, uh, particularly around light. So light or the absence of light. So as as it gets dark, we start to produce melatonin, which tells us that it's time to go to sleep. Mm. The problem is that with modern lighting, we very rarely experience the kind of darkness uh, or onset of darkness that, that signaled our bodies that it was time to sleep. So simple thing, like when you check your emails last thing before you try to go to sleep, the blue light from your device is actually the same wavelength of life as the early morning sunlight. So you're actually sending a signal to your brain that it's time to get up. Also the, the, the stress that we carry throughout the day and into our evening and night is producing cortisol, which is the stress hormone. The
0: same email that you looked at we, and we, the light of which disturbed. So not, it's, not, it's not, double, yeah. double
1: whammy. And so we're, we're, sending clear signals to our brain that it's morning time and it's time to get up as we're, we're tired because the, there is melatonin tone in there that is telling us it's time to go to sleep. So we're giving our body conflicting mixed, signals. Uh, mixed signals, yeah. And so we're not getting the quality or, or quantity of sleep that we need to, um, to, to be
0: healthy. So, okay. So understood. So we have too much cortisol. Uh, we have chronic stress in this industry. And we need, at the same time, we need sleep. But you're just saying that the two are kind of contradicting. If you have too much cortisol, it's very difficult to sleep. So what can be done on, in this situation? What are the top tips? Well, that's
1: that's a good question. It, it's, it's like the other drivers of health, where because of the disruption of our natural rhythms, we actually have to work at it now. So it used to be mm. when the sun rose, we got up, when the sun set, we went down to sleep. No questions asked, simple now we have to manage our circadian rhythm to ensure that we get a good night's sleep and so things like starting in the morning with making sure you get natural light into your eyes uh, moving and gentle movements in the morning like stretching like walking ideally outside if you can so you're getting the double benefit Mm. And then, you know, managing our stress levels throughout the day. We talked about the ultradian rhythm so that you're, you're limiting your stress throughout the day and not carrying that into the evening time. And then simple things like the timing and what you eat in the evening will determine whether your body is relaxed and, and has fully digested your meal
0: before, going, before to going, to going to
1: bed. And then the importance of, of having a nighttime routine that is basically your habit, your nighttime habit that your body recognizing, okay, it's time to go to sleep. We do this for our kids. Yeah. We we set up nighttime routines for our kids. We have a bath. We get in our jammies.
0: Read uh, we read a story.
1: Get a little kiss, a cuddle. And then within three minutes, they're asleep. Mm-hmm. And they're sleeping for 11 hours, which is what they're supposed to do. We lose that some, somewhere in, in our own lives and it's really reintroducing those habits the most important of which is having a regular sleep wake time
0: mm-hmm. i think that's what people miss uh, a lot because they're trying to catch up on the weekends yeah. on the we short the sleep, sleep
1: we short sleep during the week yeah. for efficiency and productivity and then we think that we can catch up uh, at the weekends by sleeping you know 10 11 hours uh, because we're exhausted that's not the way it works. You you cannot make up for lost sleep. It simply doesn't work that way. And then you get into this vicious cycle mm. of of short sleeping during the week and then sleeping in and having a totally unproductive weekend
0: yeah. as a result. So the other thing you mentioned is the the basically the digital curfew yeah. like 2 hours before um before your bedtime, yeah,
1: absolutely trying to limit your your exposure to to light. Also, you know, dimming down the, the the lights in the evening to kind of get your body ready for sleep. The other key one is limiting caffeine and alcohol. And I know that's probably deeply
0: uh, controversial. Cont-
1: not controversial, but but uh, not not terribly um, accepted by by folks because people will say, you know, "I can I can have a cappuccino before I go to bed, and, and I'm fine. I go to sleep." The problem is, it's still disrupting. Quality, those, obviously. so it's yeah. the quality of your sleep that's being disrupted. Alcohol, yeah, I have to have my my glass of red wine in the evening to de-stress because it knocks me out. Well, the problem is, yes, it's knocking you out; it's it's literally sedating you, yeah. which is different than than sleep, and it's messing up your your sleep cycle. So it's it's not saying you can't uh, drink caffeine or alcohol, but it's the timing of those to make sure that it's it's not messing up
0: your mm-hmm. your sleep cycle. And I think the last one I, I would add that. Linked to the to the kind of the sleep routine is that it's introduce something nice for yourself in the evening. Like you you love to take a bath, for example. I love my self care routine. So make the unwinding mm-hmm. time really something that you you enjoy. You look and forward it, to. Yeah. You look forward to, it and then you know, it calms you down, prepares you for balance. and so it's really nice. Okay. So, with that, we're almost ready for takeoff. We have one more element left.
1: So, the concept of fasten your seatbelt is is really recognizing that, that your health is not a single journey. Mm.
0: Single destination. Still
1: single destination. It's a lifelong journey. And so, it's not about a quick fix where, you know, you, you go for a spa and, Think that your health problems are fixed. Mm. It's really building this into uh, a lifestyle, but also recognizing that life changes, life intervenes, life is challenging, and sometimes you will hit turbulence or or rough Mm -hmm. spots. And it's how do you recover and make sure that you you maintain that balance? So, Natasha, how do you
0: (laughs) maintain that balance?
1: How do you use your seatbelt? Fascinating exercise.
0: (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it starts with the mindset. I think recognizing that health is your superpowers. Health is your most important asset. Without health, there's nothing. And I think some of us who, who've, many of us who've gone through some serious health problems already recognize this. But unfortunately, for, for a lot of people, this recognition comes a little too late. Yeah,
1: there's, so, a, there's a famous proverb
0: yeah.
1: where... Someone who has their health has a thousand dreams, mm-hmm. but someone with without their health has only one, one
0: dream. Yeah, and that's 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 very true. And the other thing to re, to re, really realize in this, is that if you are not healthy, if you are constantly drained, tired, aches and pains, you won't be able to show up as the best version of yourself, be it at work or at home. So you won't be able to give. And, and I think eventually people get into the negative spiral that they really want to be there for their families mm-hmm. or they really want to be an inspirational leader and they can't yeah and then you just go down and and that's a very sad thing so
1: so unpack for us the, <clears throat> this concept of, of fasten your seatbelt. what what does it actually yeah. mean and how do you how does it apply in, in real terms
0: so yeah so as i said first of all is, is is the mentality if you think that every mistake you make is a failure mm-hmm. then this is what it's gonna going to be but if you mm-hmm look at it from a long-term perspective if you look at your long-term goal and if you consider it as you said as a journey you know it's it's it 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 has a different different Mm -hmm. meaning so you learn from your failure from your mistakes and there's a really cool concept that i i learned about a couple of years ago it's called what the hell effect Uh do you know about this
1: You've you've told me about this, but I, I like it. Yeah.
0: It's really cool. I like, what the hell? In fact, I was like, is this really scientific? And it is scientific. You can look it up. You can Google it. And basically, it's when you know you start you start on a health journey, right? Mm-hmm. So you you do things right. You go to the gym. So you... you eat right. You uh, don't drink coffee after three p.m. And then suddenly there's a birthday or there's some event, and you have a glass or two extra of uh, of alcohol and you know you eat sweets in the middle of the night and you know you don't go to bed until 3 a.m in the morning and then the next morning you are of course you're tired you are you're groggy and you're like ah what the hell I fell off the wagon so I I might as well stay off so you kind of continue on this negative spiral and that was really funny because it's so, so many times in life we feel like this but just get back on the track and and just just one thing um is that you know if you look at this as a your health journey as a as a journey and not as a destination there's no wagon to fall off yeah. there's no there, there's just this life that you have to fit everything in and just get get back with your routine, to the routine you know too. like you don't of course you know if you had a a rough night out probably going to work out is not the best best idea but do something Mm -hmm. do some gentle walk do something that you know is gonna your health is going to benefit
1: yeah so with the best of intentions we are going to face situations where we we hit turbulence we fall off the wagon we get off course however you want to describe it Mm -hmm. give us some practical examples and and how we can deal with those.
0: So the first thing that comes to my mind is traveling for work. So what happens? You wake up early for your flight. You have a coffee too early. You eat crap food at the airport and uh, on board of the flight. You sit for a long time and you have jet lag. So what can you do? Plan. First and most importantly, plan. Hydrate. Plan your meals. You don't have to eat all of the meals that you are offered. It's totally okay to fast if you have a two, three, four-hour flight. Mm -hmm. It's totally okay, and then you, when you land at the destination, you just pick a really good restaurant with very high quality of food, and then you eat. The most important thing is to drink water drinking alcohol at an altitude is not a good idea actually and caffeine as well but mostly mostly alcohol because it dehydrates, it's dehydrates. it's really very very bad for you especially if you traveled for for work but in any case if you can avoid, don't 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 drink it. Move in the aircraft. It's totally okay to stand up and stretch your legs a little bit, especially if it's like a, a three plus hours of flight. It's really important to to move a little.
1: And if it's if it's wide body, I tend to, oh, yeah. to do a circuit and just walk walk around. Yeah, if you have a kid, it's a,
0: it's a good excuse <laughs> think because you look,
1: yeah, weird, but uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. An or the other thing that I'm really enjoying knowing all of this because. Before, it used to be like a real hardship to carry my own bags. Now, I love to carry my own bags. And just think about it as a type of a workout, as a type mm. of a neat. You know, you yeah. have your bags, you carry it and do it with with pride, I would say. You know, so that's another one. Now, linked to this, make sure that you wear comfortable shoes. I remember back in the days, I used to travel in high heel shoes. I would never do it. Never do it again. (laughs) I wear my most comfortable sneakers. And this way, you're comfortable, you're you're healthy, and your posture is good, and you're you're kind of incorporating a little bit of workout so it feels good. And then sleep. If you have a jet lag, try to start adapting to that time zone, if you're changing time zones beforehand. Mm -hmm. And there's this uh, 10.30 um, rule.
1: 10.30 rule, which is... Apparently, followed by a lot of cabin crew, and they would know uh, yeah. about jet lag. And it's basically if you arrive at your destination before ten thirty in the morning, go for a nap, maybe an hour. Um, but if you arrive after ten thirty, then you try and stay awake until sleep time at your your time your local time zone.
0: Yeah. So these are basically the quick tips and tricks for traveling. The second such situation when we can have plans, but we might routine face some uh, yeah, <laughs> some bumps on the road is holidays. And that's that's a very common one that when we let go and we just let go of everything. But I think it's very important to continue with your routine mm. as much as possible. This is when all those uh, skipping ropes and um, the, the elastic bands come really, really handy to keep up with your the physical, movement, yeah. your movement, your movement routine. Um, and then a lot of hotels, they provide yoga mats anymore. So you can you can do, there are gyms, but if you don't want to do gyms, there are a couple of small exercises that you can do in the room. Very tempting to eat everything and all the time. Uh, the buffet. The, the bu- <laughs> yeah, we, we have stories. Oh my God, we have stories. We, we, we actually write about we, it. In we the have book. ongoing we're not, stories. We're not, we're <laughs> we're not saints, yeah. but... But here's the thing: like if you, what we do now is that we actually discuss this before we go on holidays, and as we're arriving, because we, we like really good quality hotels with really good quality food, and it's so tempting. Like they have so much uh, variety and 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 such a selection. So, but when you think about it, if you are at home, when you're at home, what's your breakfast? Hmm. It's not an omelette. With a yogurt granola and a pancake and a little bit of marshmallows uh, to top it up. Well, Are
1: you good. About you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and some fruits at the oh, end. yeah, healthy yeah, fruits. Healthy fruits because because all of this healthy. So just mind your portions and yeah, think about it again. Being present in the moment is is a is a good um, good thing to mind. And if you, of course, you're going to drink alcohol, especially if you if you're with a friends. Now one trick that worked for us is that if we have something, we tend to do it in the afternoon rather than in the evening. So, you know, we have a glass of wine or a cava, especially Mm -hmm. in the afternoon, so that you don't disrupt your sleep. Correct. So again, don't completely ignore your routine, move, mind your portions, hydrate all of the time, and just see if you can change the timings of your drinking so that it doesn't completely derail you. Then the other big thing is the change in in life circumstances, marriage, having a new baby, divorce, um, losing a loved one, Mm -hmm. for example. And I think here, again, the the best advice is try to get into your routine as soon as you can and understand that when you are in a situation of distress, having a healthy life on a physical level is super important, Mm -hmm. eating healthy food, uh, moving Sleeping, I mean, sleeping will be probably the the last frontier. It will be very difficult. But if you have the moving, the mindset and the nutrition in place and back on track, that will help you with your sleep and then you will recover faster. Again, talking from personal experience, having a baby at 43 years old. (laughs) I wish I knew all of this before. Yes, (laughs) And the last um, thing I would say, of course, is aging and... um, this is this is one of your favorite topic.
1: Yeah, so I think you know we, again we tend to think that as we age that you know our lives change fundamentally which they do but they don't have to become unhealthy. We don't have to sacrifice our health because we're aging. In fact, it's so so much more important to really focus on on your health and things like we talked about on the movement uh, episode Where people tend to fall out of their movement regime because they think, I'm getting older, it's not appropriate for me to lift weights anymore. That's when it's actually even more important to maintain your routine. Of course, you need to do that in a safe way. You need to do it in an age-appropriate way and to get advice on on what's appropriate for you. But it's super important to, to maintain your movement regime as you get older.
0: And also on the nutrition side, I mean, we, we we tend to say, oh, well, you naturally eat less, which is great, but don't give up on the quality. I mean, yeah. keep up the quality of nutrition, keep up the good quality of is especially mm-hmm. because as we age, our bodies don't process protein in the, yeah. the, with the same efficiency as when we're younger. So it's 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 super important. And,
1: and sorry, protein yeah. and, and the strength training yeah. are, are Directly keys. interrelated, so making sure you get enough protein so that the, the strength training you're doing actually has an impact that you're, yeah. you're maintaining your muscles. If you don't have the protein in your system, doesn't matter how much working out you're doing, you're not uh, building your, your muscle.
0: So, in conclusion, focus on the long game, focus on the long game, and understand that health is your absolute superpower.
1: Absolutely. So in this series of episodes, we've taken you through our own personal wellness stories. We've unpacked the four drivers of health, and we've taken you through our signature takeoff model, which we go into much greater detail in our book, Ready for Takeoff. And we welcome you to buy a copy. And you can also visit us on our website, wellnessstory.world, with two S's where we provide a lot more information on wellness story, but also our programs and some practical tips and tricks that you can use in your
0: everyday life as a busy airline executive. That's right. And talking about everyday tips and strategies for busy executives, this is exactly what's going to be the topic of our next episode. We're going to deep dive in some of the, some of the things that we already discussed, but from a perspective of your everyday challenges, like Coffee, alcohol, high performance, stress levels, and, and this kind of stuff. So, we invite you to join us for our next episodes. And until then, I bid you adieu. Stay healthy. Bye bye.
1: So, that's a wrap for today's episode of Takeoff Wellness Story. We hope you found it both insightful and entertaining. Quick disclaimer this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not a substitute for professional medical advice always consult your doctor or a qualified expert for personalized guidance and never disregard professional medical advice or delay seeking it because of something you heard on this podcast
0: check us out on social media for exciting updates and extras and follow the podcast so that you're on board as future episodes are released